listening to the Baha'i World News Service, reporting on major developments and endeavors of the global Baha'i community. For more information, visit news.baha'i.org. Mark Toby was an innovative and in many ways unique American painter whose influence on art in the 20th century is being recognized again after many decades. Toby's work and philosophy were inspired by his belief in the oneness of humanity and the spiritual nature of human beings. Born in 1890 in America, Toby became a Baha'i in 1918 after being introduced to the faith in New York City by fellow artist Juliet Thompson, a well-known Baha'i of her time. Toby is most famous for his creation of the style White Writing, an overlay of white or light-colored calligraphic symbols on an abstract background. This style was influenced both by his classical training as a Western painter and by his travels to the East, where he studied Chinese and Japanese calligraphy. The impact of his faith on his art is something that Toby acknowledged on many occasions. He wrote in 1934, The root of all religions, from the Baha'i point of view, is based on the theory that man will gradually come to understand the unity of the world and the oneness of mankind. It teaches that all the prophets are one, that science and religion are the two great powers which must be balanced if man is to become mature. Robert Weinberg is a journalist who recently completed a master's thesis on Mark Toby and his influence on art. Weinberg traveled to Venice for the opening of a major exhibition featuring Toby's collection at the Guggenheim. As thousands of art lovers from all around the world flock to Venice over the coming months for its famous Biennale exhibition, one of the city's major museums is hoping to re-establish an American painter as a significant figure in the development of modern art. The Peggy Guggenheim collection, situated on the south bank of Venice's Grand Canal, is honoring Mark Toby, who became a member of the Baha'i Faith in 1918. Born in Wisconsin, Toby was one of the 20th century's most cosmopolitan of artists. An inveterate traveler, he eventually settled in Switzerland, Toby was always more fated in Europe than in his homeland, his importance overshadowed by his younger American counterparts from the Abstract Expressionist School, notably Jackson Pollock, whose large-scale canvases of poured and dripped paint revolutionized art in the 1950s. Yet as this exhibition demonstrates, it's timely to re-evaluate Toby's influence on the development of so-called all-over abstraction. Curator Deborah Bricker-Balkan has spent 10 years bringing some 70 works together from 40 different collections. She's captivated by Toby's painting. I continue to be sustained just by the astonishing beauty of this work. Toby's writing is both luminous, it's metaphysical, and it also is 
elegiac in a way. It draws on his own interior life in a way that we don't see of many of the artists with which he is grouped, namely these figures associated with the New York School. Perhaps we sense that in the work of Rothko, perhaps we sense that in the work of Barnett Newman, but it's made palpably manifest in Toby's white writing. Toby, whose mature white writing works are made up of pulsing webs of lines inspired by oriental calligraphy, openly acknowledged the influence of the Baha'i faith on his painting. William Zeitz, the curator of the Museum of Modern Art in New York in the 1960s, wrote that Toby made line the symbol of spiritual illumination, human communication and migration, natural form and process, and movement between levels of consciousness. Towards the end of his life, Toby was the recipient of some of the highest distinctions that the European art scene of his time could bestow. He won the gold medal at the Venice Biennale in 1958, the first American painter to do so since 1895. In 1961, a major retrospective of his work was held at the Louvre in Paris, an unprecedented achievement for a living and American artist. But while Pollock and his New York-based contemporaries have long been given a prominent place in the history books, Toby's influence on and contribution to the radical development in American abstract painting mid-century has been under-recognized. Philip Rylands is the director of the Peggy Guggenheim Collection in Venice. The Peggy Guggenheim Collection has frequently done shows of American artists that have never been shown before in Italy, so this enters that category. He's an artist who's in a very interesting dialogue with the work of Jackson Pollock, who over the decades has had stellar success, which Toby, especially in recent years, has not had. And of course, Jackson Pollock was sort of more or less discovered by Peggy Guggenheim, so he relates to the narrative of how the world of American art worked in Peggy's generation. And so for us, it's a very relevant kind of show. I dare say that we all know what Toby's pictures look like, but we have one image in mind. So when you see a retrospective monographic show like this, you get the hang of it. The man's travails, his ups, his downs, his influences, when he stalled, when he was prolific, how the work changes, the figurative origins of his abstraction. And so all those things come through and you get a sense of immense diversity and a richness of creativity, which is missing when you just have one image in your mind. It is perhaps partly because of the small scale, the range and the spirituality and delicacy of Toby's works as well as his particularly personal approach outside any movement or school that resulted in his being almost completely sidelined from the story of modern art. Yet his influence on other painters is known to have been significant. With paintings spanning the 1920s through to 1970, the Guggenheim exhibition surveys the breadth of Toby's work and reveals its extraordinarily nuanced yet radical beauty. A restless experimenter, Toby was never satisfied with just one approach to picture-making, saying, at a time when experimentation expresses itself in all forms of life, search becomes the only valid expression of the spirit. In the Baha'i faith, art is regarded as worship. The more thou strivest to perfect it, the closer wilt thou come to God, Abdu'l-Baha wrote to an artist. That is to say, when thy fingers grasp the paintbrush, it is as if thou wert at prayer in the temple. Deborah Bricker-Balkan believes that the Baha'i teachings certainly had an impact on Toby's work. 
I think it was enormously important to Toby's work. I think that that is one of the features of his subject matter, that his pictorial inventions and experimentations are linked with his deep faith, actually, elaborating on his inner or spiritual life. Being a Baha'i gave Toby's painting its spiritual context and content, as well as the freedom to find his own pictorial language to express it. Principles such as the independent investigation of truth are reflected in the evolutionary development of his paintings on display at the Guggenheim and through the explicitly spiritual concepts he sought to express. His acceptance of the Baha'i teachings challenged him to see oneness as the fundamental principle governing human interactions and social evolution in a new era of material progress and spiritual awakening. He described his paintings as a kind of self-contained contemplation. One is surrounded by the scientific, naturally one reflects it, he said. But one needs the religious side. One might say the scientific aspect interests the mind, the religious side frees the heart. The subtlety and spirituality of Toby's paintings is already impressing the first visitors to have viewed the Venice exhibition. Deborah Bricker-Balkan again. It's been very interesting for me to see the reactions to various figures who have seen this installation over the past few days. And everybody, again, is just taken by the breathtaking, astonishing, luminous, abstract beauty of these canvases. When the exhibition travels to the Addison Gallery of American Art in Andover, Massachusetts later in the year, it will be the first time in four decades that there's been a Toby retrospective in the United States. Judith Dolcart is the Addison's director. At the Addison, we are asking right now, what is American art? What is America? And we want to expand and complicate and refine the narrative of American art. And Toby ends up being somewhat overlooked, but was very critical in the development of modern art. I think it, it, it does have a, a meditative quality to it. You know, the notion of melding Eastern and Western traditions was very important in the United States in the 40s. That was perhaps not the most popular thing to do, but his embrace of a kind of universalism and also the notion that one could draw from more than one tradition was quite radical and important. Guggenheim director Philip Rylands also believes Toby's work is a combination of his spiritual orientation and his particular experience of 20th century life. With the inclusion of two of Toby's paintings in last year's hugely successful abstract expressionism show at the Royal Academy of Arts in London, and now with this ambitious exhibition in Venice, Deborah Bricker-Balkan thinks that Toby's legacy is ripe for reappraisal. I hope so. In fact, I, it's more than a hope or aspiration. I believe so. And Philip Rylands agrees. I would like to hope that all artists who are in the history books, who made wonderful art, will have their time again if they haven't got it already. He richly deserves it. And I think he may be a little bit the victim of a mechanism among writers of general art history, which is that if he doesn't belong to a movement, he can't be important. He didn't want all that. You know, art historians have to be fair, and, and I think I once read a phrase of Lawrence Alloway which talked about the thickness of history. Mark Toby belongs in the thickness of history, and you have to go dig under the surface a bit, and you come across really interesting individuals like Mark Toby. Mark Toby, Threading Light, is at the Peggy Guggenheim Collection in Venice until the 10th of September 2017, and at the Addison Gallery of American Art at Phillips Academy 
in Andover, Massachusetts, from the 4th of November, 2017, until the 11th of March, 2018.